everybody. Kenny Matthews here with Falls to the Wall, episode number four zero. My co-host Norman with me, Billy Martin Jr., is kind of busy. He's a sports agent for baseball players, so let's say he's in contract negotiations right now for several baseball prospects, so good luck to him. But my main man, my filling guy coming here, my ONA, my OU DNA brother, Terrence Johnson, appreciate you coming on, man, here last minute, man. How are you doing, brother? Doing good, man. Thanks for uh, bringing me on. You know, I need to dust off some rust, what they will say, <laughs> football season coming around and everything's yeah, nice. going on. It's kind of nice to talk a little bit beforehand, you know, to kind of shake off those cobwebs, you know, for a while. <laughs> it's not bad. I had a few things this summer to do, so I've kind of kept it, roll it a little bit. But, yeah, it's about to be full-fledged um, about three weeks from today. We'll be at somebody's um, football stadium here and just in the Metroplex doing some high school football. Who would ever thought, huh? Oh, yeah. Somebody's sideline on a Friday night. I can't wait to get that therapy. <laughs> Yes, this is my it's brother. He works with me with FridayNightGlory.com. And so I do appreciate you being here. And we also appreciate everybody listening. And I know some people have asked if you can help us out. We'd like for you to subscribe to us on either Rumble, YouTube, Spotify, or Anchor. If you could, it's very important. If you can make a comment, that would be great. That's what helps us out on our end here. You can tell us we're great. Tell us we suck. Doesn't matter. Just a little comment. It can be an emoji. It can be the middle finger emoji. If that's Ooh. what you think it is. Austin, <laughs> wow. But we do. We appreciate your comments and anything that we'd like to bring to you guys. If you got some suggestions to help, this is your show. It's just a platform for us to kind of talk a little bit. So I want to keep you guys interested. But Miss Terrence, let's start with, man, the big ruling on Monday. Mr. Deshaun Watson, a man of 25 civil cases that's been against him. Uh, the, the, the ruling came down by the judge, Sue Robinson, a six-game suspension, which, man, at the time, I thought that was pretty light because it seemed like it was going to be at least a half a season at a minimum or maybe a full season was going to be coming for Deshaun Watson. But he got off with a six. Now, we did yesterday, the NFLP, they decided they are going to um, um, sanction against this to go back to try to get a, at least a year sentence on Deshaun Watson, which if that's the case, Terrence, that would be two years of not playing football for him because he didn't play one minute last year. That's a lot of time to be away from the game at the highest level. Now, I know he's still young, but that's a lot of time to be off. Yeah, I mean, Cleveland pulled the trigger to give him – Five years, two hundred and thirty million, not knowing, you know, what was to come. But like they say, uh, you're you're uh, not guilty until you're proven. I mean, guilty, you know. But it's just kind of weird, you know. NFL shooting for six games. I mean, they're gonna come back. Roger Goodell, they're gonna come back and try to get a whole year. You gotta appease some of the people that don't like what happened, what have you. But at the end of the day, Deshaun still pay. He got forty four million dollars in the signing bonus <laughs> you know 46 million cash yearly i don't know how that'll work if you don't play this season but to have 44 million it might not even be able to play sean's smiling right now <laughs> well he, he probably needed a little of that 44 million dollar signing bonus to pay off all those civil cases <laughs> so a little doubt it. you don't need every bit of that 230 
it didn't stay in his bank account long. <laughs> you know, but, um, but the other thing I did find out, you know, he's on that million dollar contract this year. Cleveland Browns kind of circumvented the, you know, this suspension because they thought there was going to be a lengthy suspension anyway. So they're only giving him one million dollars this year. Now, obviously, you got the forty four million dollar signing bonus this summer, but. It's only going to be now it's going to he's only going to lose three hundred and thirty three thousand dollars of that. You know, if he if it is just six games and for a man that's got forty four million dollar signing bonus, that's that's nothing, you know, on the scan strand scheme of things. Um, I do think that what they've got, I do think that what the NFL does have a precedence here. of They have their own code. So it doesn't have to be that you've actually committed a crime or felt guilty of, a, you know, been, you know, um, of, of a kind in actual court, the NFL is different on that. They still can go on their own deal of being able to go out and try to put on a penalty over there. And if there's anything that Deshaun Watson has done, he's guilty of stupidity. <laughs> you know, to have, you know, cases. I mean, it's like the more and more every week you hear a different person coming out, then I'll put 24 settled. So you still have that one lingering. Yes, you know, you still did. trying to plead our case, so money bought whatever that was. But like, I don't know, you know, why allegation to come out of like that. I mean, I mean, you may hear one allegation, but it's like one after the other, like the other. You start to wonder, like, dang, you do have a problem because you know things go on like this, and you hate to put that jacket on someone's back. But I don't think people wake up and be like, hey, I'm gonna tell on him. He did this. He did this. I'm gonna tell it. You know, <laughs> it's like, right? Open your eyes in the NFL. They gotta stand on it, but some some of them are not fair with them stipulations, like for Zeke Elliott, for example, you know, get suspended. But they always rode the Cowboys, you know, they put the training, they put the salary cap in place for Jerry because Jerry was making noise when he was trying to make them big Super Bowl runs. So <laughs> different day, different time. Yes, it is. And I have a feeling that the um, Atlanta wide receiver Calvin Ridley somewhere is shaking his head. He places a twelve hundred dollar bet. You know, on his yeah. phone last year, and <laughs> exactly. he loses the whole season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh Gordon, he's lost twenty-five games due to hippie lettuce. You know, yeah. that he gets, you know, <laughs> that they part. gotta be thinking. Wait a minute, hold on a minute. Yeah, pick and choose. <laughs> what Tom Brady get for destroying that phone? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it just seems like the weight of allegations or what is supposedly you may have done right or you did wrong or whatever may be the case it seems like it's a little out of whack for compared to what they've done in the past yeah. now you know i'm not i don't know if maybe the nfl was shooting for the year suspension and you know thinking that it may get you know dropped down to half a year maybe that's why you kind of shoot high you know, have that wiggle room in there but Anyway, quality you NFL, you got to make it even across the board. They <laughs> scream yeah. quality, and you got this lump-sided suspension thing going on. <laughs> and Terrence, the other thing is, how what is half the season now? You have seventeen games. You, you, you know, it's not eight, like eight, you, you could you do half the season. Half a quarter, <laughs> half, half a half. On <laughs> does he play? The, you know, does he come in the second half of you know? Yeah, you, know, you come in the second half and start your season from there. They give you eight and a half games. <laughs> The funny thing on the body, and the one thing, you know, one thing about it is that the Browns put all of their, all of their, you know, all their, you know, ducks in a pond on this deal here. You you alienated a Baker Mayfield who you gave the extension to last year. Who yeah. now, you know, you see him throwing passes in training camp here. He looks to be completely healthy now. 
I'm not saying Baker Mayfield is a great NFL quarterback, not even really saying he's good. He's just probably average quarterback right now from what his, his career has been. But you had that option there. And then you out, you kind of bid it on Deshaun Watson when there was really not really other takers. And you gave that man $240 million guaranteed. Sources going to add up. Wrong information. Gosh. I, I just didn't get that. You know, I didn't get it from. So now you got two. We got a really good quarterback. You had a really, you know, average quarterback that can win yeah. some football games. Now you don't have either one of them. Have one. The now, the not a damn nutter. <laughs> like Mike Epps will say, like, that's that's crazy. <laughs> you know, they send Coop up there. Like, you reviving yeah. door for receivers. Like, I don't know. What, what can the Cleveland Browns do? That was kind of crazy how they did Baker. You know, you look at the organization, like, you just don't ask your guy like that. And, and it's an organization that's been desperate for a quarterback for multiple decades, you know. Yeah, a I lot mean, of brown jersey quarterback somewhere. If you're trying to find a new – and the Browns have been trying to find a new Otto Graham now for over 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. hasn't happened yet. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's the reason why. I'm not quite sure, but, uh, you know, it's – it's strange. It's a strange land that we can live in here, where a person can get fined three hundred and thirty-three thousand dollars, and he's getting off easy. You know, compared yeah. to the financial situations they're going, it just drives me crazy a little bit. But I want to go to topic number two, and this has been kind of in the news, obviously, lately. Here is the the WNBA star Brittany Griner, who's been detained in a Russian jail since February. She pleaded guilty last week, and she was sentenced this week to nine years in a Russian prison. Now, for me, I will speak this way first. I'm going to say I've seen articles said that she's been victimized and she's been a victim and all this. Terrence, there's not one plane that you and I could get on where we can carry hippie lettuce and think it's not legal. It doesn't matter if you're going to Colorado, which is legally, if you can sell it there legally, it doesn't matter. Now, that is horrific judgment on her part that you will allow now of Russian authorities to play with your life on a risk of marijuana. You know, we're not going to talk about if it should be legal, illegal, whatever. I mean, it's, it's still illegal to travel with marijuana on a plane, Terrence. So, I mean, I don't see why you put yourself in that situation. Yeah, she had to be high pre-getting on the plane to just pack, you know, cartridges over there. She's been going over there since 2014. And, you know, it was just like one gram of uh, oil. It wasn't even the lettuce. It was the oil. But, you know, you're in a foreign country. Their laws are very different. They were shooting for 10 years, but they gave her nine years. They was asking for, I think it ended up being nine years and six months. They really want yeah, the full of that team. Nine yeah. and a half years. How they going to kill it or what the USA going to do and, you know, all this back and forth with her. Oh, she don't like the country she did. You can't go off for that. But it's a serious situation. But she owned up to it. It probably was a mistake, like I said. And then she's not got caught once taking alls over there. I'm sure <laughs> it wasn't the first time. But it, it could have been just a mistake. She, she was stoned. It's in the bag. Oh, man. Right. Freaked out. Well, don't you have to be overly squeaky clean when you're going to a country that's at war, you know, in yeah. another country at the time? I mean, <laughs> I would be right here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so don't you triple check your bag if you're kind of doing those kind of things on your own, whatever, making sure that this can't, I mean, 
you basically have taken control of your life and handed it to the Russian authorities now. And now they're playing. My bag. Yeah. There ain't nothing in there. I'm just checking. (laughs) (laughs) And now you're in this free for all with now negotiations. Now it's political between Putin. It's political between Biden now on trying to exchange prisoners from both places. I mean, we've got, you know, obviously we've got the fellow um, Paul Whelan, the Marine that's there, you know, been there since 2020, unlawfully charged, it's in prison. So now Putin wants to do this exchange between Grit, Griner and Whelan for this Victor Buck guy. And, and, and I think the president's in a really bad spot here because the Victor Buck guy, he's here for 25 years because he was selling weapons to people who want to kill American citizens. So you're going to swap two people for this guy that you already know hates Americans. I don't know how you can do that, Terrence. That ain't fair. It's about about the way of their drug laws with this one gram of (laughs) cannabis oil. (laughs) They call it smuggling drugs. And think about this. It doesn't it set a precedence if you do do this for anybody else that may travel the country now? What about if you go to Japan and they've got some hardened criminal here in the United States they want to be relieved? You're setting a pattern to me, I feel, that if you do this now, you're opening yourself up to everybody else doing it again. How about we just stay over here in USA and see how that works out? Yes. (laughs) I think until we have that turmoil between Ukraine and Russia, somehow fixed i i don't know if you could take that chance anymore going out because you know as somebody told me today your laws in america are one thing but the, you better know the laws of the foreign country that you're going to and you better sure act better, accordingly <laughs> because yeah they're looking for you as bait to get back well, to i'm not going government. so i won't be no bait you find me in old cliff come over here <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, traveling is cool, but with so much going on, man, it's it's just yeah. crazy. You don't know. They pick you up, detain you for what? Don't even know you just because you're a U.S. citizen. U.S. You be careful. And I mean, I know she's made a ton of money over there playing overseas in Russia. I mean, I'm not trying to make light of that. I mean, because I know that that's that supplements her income. I mean, I know the WNBA does not pay near as much as the you know the international leagues do at this point in time. I know that you, you know, I know an athlete's only got a short period of time to make that money. And I yeah. get that part of it too. I just not sure if the judgment in making that trip over there in that plane yeah. was the right thing to do. And I'm not going to get into the political side of it about the way she didn't want to stand up for the anthem and all that other stuff. That's for another platform. But it yeah. does Everybody seem like past or something that you yeah. want to bring up. She didn't do it. Well, we we're in it now. It seems like probably didn't do that. It was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, and it's ironic that you're asking, the, you know, the people that you're the face in the flag now to come help you for your freedom now. It, it, right. It's right. Now you ironic. need us. <laughs> you're supposed to open with open arms. Welcome her with open arms. <laughs> love, uh, love, uh, That's crazy. It's it's hard for yeah, me to get my crazy. hands. It's it's hard for me to get my hands right. But I do I do think now I, I will go on record that nine and a half years for some marijuana oil. That's some bull. I mean, yeah, we know that. that. Some bull. I mean, Texas don't even legalize it. There's some bull, but you got other states you can go and it's okay. Like, well, that's not really a drug. If once they legalize something you consider a drug, now you're 
making up your own laws. <laughs> and, you're making up your, and you're making up your sentences in spite because of your hatred towards yeah. the United States. That's yeah. where I think she is. Now, if you want to say she's a victim on that, that she absolutely. She's been coming to y'all country since 2014, and you want to make an example uh, of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, uh, Putin has been losing his mind a little bit over there, so I, I, will, I, will, I will say that that's maybe the reason why. But still, I do feel badly for her because nine and a half years is not. And, you know, parents, can you nine and a half years in an American prison where you are from that country seems unreal. I can't imagine what nine and a half years would be in a rush. Nine seconds. Yeah. Nine <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> that's crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do appreciate you guys listening to us on Balls of the Wall, episode number 40. My man, Terrence Johnson, filling in for my buddy, Billy Martin Jr. And we would love for you guys to subscribe to us on all the platforms, YouTube, Rumble, Spotify, and Anchor. Appreciate if you drop us a little comment. That really goes a long way. We, we could try to streamline this, guys, for you guys. We want you to listen to us and enjoy this. Um, Terrence, we had a few, we had a couple of iconic deaths um, in the game of sports this past week. Um, first, I'll start off with Bill Russell, the great center from University of San Francisco, um, 13 years, 11 championships for the Boston Celtics, um, two championships at the University of San Francisco. Yeah, I did say that two NCAA championships at the University of San Francisco, yeah. <laughs> not Golden <laughs> State. San Francisco. San Francisco. Him, him and Casey Jones were on the same team back during the day there in San Francisco. Um, this guy, he brought he brought the word defense to the center position that had never been there before. I mean, obviously his um, arch rival was Will Chamberlain, and nobody stopped Will Chamberlain from scoring, but he sure made it harder <laughs> for Will Chamberlain. Never, to never titles. <laughs> yes, he did, and. And, you know, in defense of Wilt, I mean, he has always gets compared to Bill Russell because those two were the best at the game during that time. And, I mean, and, and Bill Russell had a much better supporting cast during that time. Um, I think one of the most underrated things about Bill Russell is he was a big, um, he was a big activist back during the civil rights movement. Well, outspoken, yes, no question about all that. And outspoken in a very prejudiced city in Boston. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize all the kind of crap that he took for being an outspoken black man. And I mean, he was even active with that up into the late 2000, you know, last couple of years of his death. He got an award for it in 2010. I mean, this is a guy that put his money and his face to what he actually believed in. And you've got to applaud him for that. Oh, yeah. He set the tone for basketball, period. Bill Russell, you can hear his name in rap songs of rap music we grew up on coached the Celtics to two championships back then he just had championship pedigree all around him nobody could ever top Bill Russell he was just smooth like you said he was an activist he had all his hair till now you see how he kept his hair most of us these days we not to throw it to you Kenny. I'm getting in here too but just to see a smooth we call him smooth operator he remind me like one of my OG uncles or you know a dad in the 70s you know it's just that flow with the the build and, and the style the way he carried himself and he bowed out 13 years can't ask for more uh four-time re rebound champion like you say he was a good defender uh five-time mvp went to coach the supersonics as well so he coached a little bit in, in the 
you know, when he retired, not retired, but when he stepped down from the Celtics, that 13-year career. So it's, it's going to be crazy to see it happen. Bill Russell, you know, gone. Probably should be the face of the NBA. That Jerry West logo might need to be Bill Russell. <laughs> well, another thing about Bill Russell, can you imagine having to replace the great Red Auerbach as the head coach? I mean, I mean, he, and talk about somebody being iconic in Boston. I mean, it doesn't get any better than Red Auerbach. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And you got to replace him and you're dark skinned. You know, there was the big thing back during the day is that the Boston fan was not gravitating to this, you know, showing up to the garden because right. they had black players on their team. So, I mean, he had a lot of things going against him for that Hall of Fame career. And I didn't think he really got fully accepted as a in Boston, I, you know, mortal until very late in his career. Probably when he was in the 70s is when he kind of was able to bury the hatchet a little bit with Boston fans. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, you, you'll never see 11 championships in 13 years. Even the great Tom Brady. No, <laughs> you won't see it. Nope. He's the GOAT. Bill Russell's the GOAT. <laughs> it's, it's one, and he goes down as, and I have, man, my list, he's, he's number three in my um, all-time NBA players. I have Bill Russell there. I have um, Michael Jordan, and I have um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, excuse me, I have him number two. I have him and I have Kareem number three. And it was very hard to kind of go from Kareem and him. But, you know, Russell was also a gold medal winner for the United States. Uh, God bless him. Rest in peace, Bill Russell. I mean, it was a long life. I don't remember Chance. Do you ever remember him when he used to do the games on TBS back in the day? He was yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Smooth tile, bro. I used to like, that smooth tile, bro. It's Bill Russell. <laughs> it used to be funny to do that pregame and you'd see that big, great white beard that he yep. had. Just rock that goatee like so. He, he had all his hair up until he was, what, 88 years old. And I wish I could be blessed to keep yes, everything like that intact. That's, that's really smooth. That was smooth. Yeah, I mean, but yes, Bill Russell, man, rest in peace. You were, you were a wonderful ambassador for so many different reasons. And um, Terrence and I, um, we've had a better life because of activists like you who were able to stick your neck out on the line and gave us an opportunity to do some things that he obviously grew up that he couldn't do. So, you know, I mean, he's big on a lot of things on the life side, and he's definitely left his mark on the NBA side. So, um, and then also we had the guy I thought would never talk about. It just seemed like I kept thinking Ben would get to 150, you know, and still be yeah. vibrant and tell his stories. But the great Vin Scully, um, baseball announcer, 67-year career, um, 66 years with the Dodgers, a record that will never be broken. <laughs> never be broken. Never. <laughs> I mean, 66 years, uh, 67 years in the industry. Um, as far as just, you know, um, you know, when his send-off five years ago, he was just as sharp as a tack as he was probably when he was in his mid forties or mid, you know, in his late thirties. Um, I say that Vince Scully is the best storyteller that was ever there behind the mic that would ever do this. I mean, that, Terrence, you and I both kind of dabbled into the broadcasting side. It's a difficult job. Vince Scully made it look like it was the easiest thing to do in the whole wide world. And he had an incredible memory. He talks about things from the 40s, the 50s, as if it happened last week. And um, I knew that once he was going to go back, when once he passed, that, that we were going to start reminiscing <laughs> about some of the storytelling. And I mean, 
God bless his soul. I mean, he's a guy that also had to deal with losing two wives. He lost his first wife, I believe, in a car accident after 15 years. And then his second wife that he had of 35 plus years, whatever, she passed last January. So, I mean, I can't imagine going through that process too, you know, having to bury your wives before here you are 94 years old and you bury two wives. That's, that's, that's kind of tough. Um, but I, again, I will just say this, Ben Scully, G-O-A-T. There will never be another one. We'll always be measured to Ben Scully and we will always fall short of getting to that threshold. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's definitely, that's like one of the greatest broadcasters, like you say, we grew up listening to. I mean, we were probably caught on later in our lives, but he's been doing it, you know, before we was born, <laughs> 67 long good years, all the way to 94 years old. It's time for baseball, the favorite line that he always say, you know, I never forget, you know, just hearing that. Because sometimes it's like listening to him on the radio and you think you got the old school radio where you have to turn the dial and just yeah. listen to someone. He just remind me of like one of those play-by-play guys. So like you say, I always like play-by-play. You liked it. I jumped in the game doing play-by-play. I have, happened to have uh, had Brad Sham, you know, kind of talk to me and show him some love and some ropes because he's one of the great broadcasters under Vern Lindquist. You know, that was one not to get off subject of Ben Scully, but no, no. it just shows you like, they don't make them that, like that. Like you say, that threshold is going to be hard to break. Uh, MLB, NFL, he did a little bit of NFL too, uh, PGA Tour. He already was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 82. And, you know, it's hard to top that when they speak of GOAT stuff. <laughs> you know how they try to compare Jordan to other people. You can't put a broadcaster up against a broadcaster and try to compare that. That's longevity, rest in peace, Ben Scully and uh, Bill Russell as well. Two two big icons in the sports in the sports world that probably seen it all. You know, it was great. You used to hear about how great Ben Scully was, but you you didn't get to hear him very much until the game of the week. You know, on Saturdays, you know, he would be ripped um, you know, either with um, Joe Gargiola, one of those guys over there, and that's when you got to hear Ben Scully a little bit. Plus, you know, as you said, I'm glad you alluded to that. He called some NFL games on CBS in the 70s there, um, in the late 70s and mid 70s too. So you got to hear him a little bit there. I would have loved to kind of just had one maybe season where I used to go to bed listening to Houston Astro games, you know, on the radio <laughs> and be able to hear his voice at night. Yeah. That would have been nice just to be able to hear that. Never got around to doing that. But uh, uh his delivery, his touch is, a, you know, his admiration for people. I think mm -hmm. that's what it was. You know, listening to all these MLB stars the last couple of days talk about him, they couldn't wait to go to Dodger Stadium for him to say his name when he got up to the plate. Yeah. I mean, that's just to me is that it almost brings <laughs> back the human side of things when you're a little kid. Yeah. Almost like you're a little kid. Man, I can't wait yeah. to put on my YMCA jersey and go to the game. You, know? <laughs> you couldn't wait for them to say, you know, Kevin Millar, you know, Willie Starger, whatever may be the case. I mean, that, that to me, man, just tells more about the person, Ben Scully, than just his craft. Oh, yeah. Just like I want to throw another uh, name in there was Bill Mercer. I used to yes. watch the wrestling and try to <laughs> mock what they was doing, record myself and run it back. You know, it's just like, he's off the top rope. And, you know, just a whole draw, southern draw. And like, I like Bill Mercer. Bill Mercer yep. was a good one. <laughs> Bill Mercer, he was at the um, um, the ice bowl. Yeah. Calling him uh -huh. for the Cowboys back even then. I mean, yeah, yeah. he's another, you know, 
Excellent, excellent, excellent. <laughs> I mean, talk about a long career, him and Frank yeah. Lieber. I mean, you know, they've had yeah, some Frank Lieber. That's another good one. Yeah. I had to go through there. But yes, rest in peace, Ben and Bill Russell. You'll be missed. You definitely will never be forgotten. That's for sure. I mean, we always say we want to leave, leave we want to leave a mark on this earth before we go home. They left they definitely one. Left theirs. <laughs> they left one. No question. <laughs> definitely left one. Everybody <laughs> be like Bill and Ben. Exactly. Be nice. Be good people. Well, I do want to do my thumbs up and thumbs down here before we wrap up here tonight. And I want to go with the thumbs down because some 29 years ago, somebody liked to make a redo on the thought process of going out and beating up on an old man because Robin Venture thought about it for half a second and then charged the mountain against one Nolan Ryan and got about six lumps on his head after the fact. <laughs> I know that Robin doesn't want to talk about it. I know people have been asking him to do interviews about that. He doesn't want to have anything to do with it. I know people have been watching the new Nolan Ryan documentary movie that came out. You know, he talks about it a lot. I'm not going to give up what Nolan says in the movie because you need to see that. It's really good. But yes, the old man, Nolan Ryan, says, you know what? Country style, this is how we're going to do it. I'm going to take you behind the woodshed and give you a whooping. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what ended up happening. Terrence, I can remember watching this game live. I can remember just seeing my job dropped and saying, what did I just witness? <laughs> yeah, man, my granddad was watching that game. He loved baseball. <laughs> All I seen was blood on the white jersey. I'm like, dang, Nolan put them things on him. <laughs> you know, you look, I forgot how I was then, but it's like, you know, dang, this is new. You know, charge the man. We know not to charge the man, but old Nolan said, like he put him in a Fritz Von Eric headlock. <laughs> just bottom of the just boom, 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 constantly. <laughs> like it looked like wrestling. Basically. It did, at first, but, then, but I know they wasn't wrestling on his forehead, though. <laughs> oh no, that, that was that, that wasn't a fake blood capsule. That was real, right there. That wasn't those wrestling capsules. <laughs> you know, it's you know it's huge when it happened, but if you can still talk it about it. 29 years later, that's how big of the event it was. Shirts everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about leaving your mark. (laughs) Nolan Ryan Express. Was that the year the Nolan Ryan Express was born or was it before that? (laughs) Oh, that's great. And my thumbs up for the past week over here is people. um, It's it's baseball intensive, but I want to say this. You guys need to watch the captain. That's on ESPN about Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter. It is a wonderful documentary. I mean, you know that Derek Jeter's been one of those most preserved people, you know, spotlighted guys in New York City for decades. He really opens up about a lot of stuff. We finally get to get the inside of Derek Jeter a little bit, which was kind of nice. You know, it wasn't just that same monotone media stuff that you give. Yeah, we played real hard. Got to play harder tomorrow. It was none of that opens up about the relationship between him and Alex Rodriguez, what I thought was very eye-opening. Um, and, and plus, those documentaries on ESPN, I haven't really seen a bad one. You know, it's, it, it's really, really good. I know it's, I know it's a little long, but you guys need to catch the captain. It's really good. I need to get back into me some documentary watching. I haven't really turned the tube on too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you're too busy. That's what it is, right? That's what we're going to tell you. 
Gotta get in football shape for these sidelines. Ride the bike a little more, legs strong. <laughs> there you go. And I will want to, I, will, I normally just do one thumbs up, but I do want to do another one that I think that people may like. It's the story of Lyman Bostock. He was a Minnesota twin, um, California Angels player. Great player in the early 70s, mid 70s. He's the only player to be murdered in the national and major MLB during the season. He was murdered back some 45 years ago in Gary, Indiana. It was a shot of and a shot in the back of a car with four people in it because the Mr. Scott, the guy that shot, thought that he, Mr. Bostock had Lyman Bostock was had relations with his ex-wife. Um, it is a great story. I don't think a lot of people know about it. This guy had a heck of a career going into that point. I believe it was about a five-year career before he was murdered that night in Gary, Indiana. And it's done by Tom Rinaldi. And you know Tom Rinaldi. I think Tom Rinaldi's walk, work is flawless at times. I think he's one of the best. Him and Jeremy Schaap can do documentaries and, you know, and all those kind of things. And I, it's always really good. You can listen to that on YouTube, Anchor, Rumble, the whole shooting match. You know, all of those different formats, iTunes, it's really, really, really good. And it and it goes back and it talks to people that were on his team, goes back and talks to the doctors when he came there into the emergency room. His ex-wife was on there, his widowed wife is on there. It's it Terrence, it's it's one of those if you're gonna make a road trip, throw it on in your car. It's yeah. it, I mean your road trip will seem easy because you'll find out about a lot of things about Lyman Bostock that you didn't know. I was a big fan of his back in the 70s. I've got his rookie card. So I kind of knew him pretty well. And I and I learned a lot more than I ever thought that I could about it. And they even talked to the they even talked to the guy that actually did it. He actually was able to plead insanity on it. Did not serve <laughs> one day in jail. Did not serve any time for this <laughs> brutal murder in Yeah. I mean, it, it's really good, Terry. So I would tell you, man, if you can get a chance to listen to that, guys, you'll be well rewarded on it. Um, Terrence, man, I can't thank you enough, brother. I really appreciate it. We want to keep it short and simple. But, man, I appreciate you coming in for my man, Billy Martin. Uh, might have to have you come back next week just in case. <laughs> hey, let me know. I need, I need the warm-up. warm-up season. I, I mean, just, we'll talk some football. Rough one, we'll have some preseason football. I know that a lot of people do care about that. We got you know well into training camp now. I mean, it's August. I mean, it's hot as hell in Dallas, yes. But, I yeah. mean, it's it's right around the corner. Um, there's a lot of things that are going to be shaking out that we'll get into more in depth on. But, Man, again, Terrence, thank you for filling in at the 11th hour, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, and we appreciate do. it anytime. Thank you. Thank you, man. You know how we, we rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do want you guys to subscribe to us on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, and Rumble with a comment. That would be greatly appreciated. Hey, give a comment if you like my man Terrence to be on here more often. Hey, bring it on. Hey, we like all those suggestions. Sponsors, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> we need some NIL. Yes, we do. NIL. We need some sponsorship of the NIL, NIL. or I'm going to the portal. What are they? What are they? Like I think our name image should be like, like pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for being with us. We'll be back next week with Balls of the Wall episode number 41. Thanks so much, man. We really appreciate you, man. Much love.